0: Hey we're joined this evening at uh, our 6.30 online Harbour Coast service uh, with Governor B double mobile award winning artist. We're so excited to have you with us, so grateful that you've given up some time uh, to be with us tonight. Thank you so much.
1: How are you doing? Oh, no worries. Yeah, doing okay, doing good. Apart from the monstrosity on my head at the moment. Because the oh, I think it's days. good, I think it's working. Oh thanks, yeah, you very kind of you.
0: Have you been locked down in London?
1: Yeah, so we're in London. I live in uh, Greenwich South East and yeah, it's taken a bit of getting used to because I'm not the best at um, twiddling my thumbs and being indoors loads. Um, But yeah, I've never been more grateful for a garden. I never really used to go out there, but I've been out there quite a bit. So a bit um, disappointed in myself, that I took it for granted. But it's been cool. My son's um, seven and a half months old now, so it's been cool to be home a lot more and see him grow and stuff. But yeah, man, I've been enjoying chilling out a little bit more.
2: Governor B, we're noticing that um, a lot more people are starting to explore faith during this time. And there are stats that are saying that maybe one in four people are turning to prayer or even trying church online. Um, And so we were just wondering, what would you say to those people that are maybe starting to explore Christianity or church during this crazy time?
1: I think it's an exciting journey. I think most of us love the idea of kind of being king of our own castle um, until we find ourselves in situations that we can't control, in situations that can be quite overwhelming. And I'm thankful um, that I believe uh, that God's still got it in these kind of situations and he's still open to anyone that wants to get to know him a bit more. So I'd say, yeah, just use this as an opportunity to just realise that we haven't always got it all figured out and it's not a bad thing to lean into the one who does, man. So, um, yeah, just keep reading, keep praying and keep developing that relationship. And I don't think there's a right or wrong way to do it. I just think every single step closer to God is, is a great one.
0: Have you always been a Christian? Did you grow up as Christian?
1: Yeah, so my family, uh, they're Ghanaian. Uh, they came over to England, they were Christian. Um, faith was a big part of their lives and so they dragged me to church with them when I was a young star but I don't think I really understood what it was like or what it meant to be a Christian until I was about 15 I just kind of went till I really liked the youth group um, and the kids work and stuff and because I had to but yeah when I was 15 my mum didn't really force me to go anymore so I didn't want to be involved in something that my heart wasn't really in um, but my youth leader, he was great, to kind of walked through the Bible with me and took me under his wing. And it wasn't like this light bulb moment for me, but it was a journey of ups and downs and reading stuff in the Bible, understanding it and not understanding it. And Yeah, I just kind of figured that, you know what, I, this is real for me and I want to explore it more. And, yeah, just been on that journey ever since. Obviously
0: you're in the creative industry, that's sort of like your job and the music that you produce is, um, like highly creative, you've got um, well, new-ish album out. You were supposed to be touring this autumn, weren't you? Is that
1: right? Yeah, I was meant to be touring in the spring, so it was meant to be in April, um, but we've postponed it to November. So obviously we'll watch things closely, but hopefully I'll still be able to do it later on in the year.
0: Have you always been creative? Did you always know that you were creative?
1: Um, it was actually my English teacher, not my head teacher at primary school, I got sent out of class a few times, and one time in her office, she just said, oh, I don't know why you're not applying yourself in English, because you're a really, really good writer. Um, and I think that was the first time someone had said something that made me uh, believe in myself and think I was good at something. So from then on, my attitude in my English class just shifted, and I was just really focused on writing my stories and stuff. Um, so yeah, I think that using words to convey emotion and communicate has always been something I've been blessed with like from a young age, and really enjoy it but i just feel like everyone's creative in some way um sometimes it takes a while to tap into that but i think even if you've got um a job for example that isn't seen as a creative one i know like a lawyer or accountant i I still feel like you have the opportunity to see the world in color and be creative in your own way so i guess it's just a case of trying to find out
0: it's interesting because like people um we've got someone on our team and she um it heads up our creativity actually um but she um found it took a long time before she was able to own the label because it's like yeah. you either are a creative or you're not that's so encouraging that you said that um because so many people sort of like oh I, I can't call myself a creative
1: i feel like we're made in the image of god and god is the author of all creation so it would just be strange to me if We couldn't tap into that at all. There were some people that could tap into that and some people that can't. Um, I just think that the way that we view creativity needs to shift a little bit. It's not always like the music guy or the person that can draw that well. Sometimes it's the way that you handle a situation or the way that you approach whatever work you're involved in. So um, yeah, I think creativity is part of everyone's life in some way.
0: Your music um, also tells a story of your faith. And is that like intentional or is it just like, well, it tells your whole story and faith is part of that or or is it like
1: intentional? I think my faith is a foundational thing and it shapes my worldview. And even though in my music I talk about various issues from youth, violence to, to purpose and that kind of stuff. I just think my faith is so important to me that it just naturally leaks into everything that I say because it's the foundation of it. and. I think very early on, I tried to kind of leave it out of my music, but I just felt like a strong conviction that God has me in this arena to start his name loud. And that doesn't mean that I say Jesus in every song, but it just means that he's the foundation of all the themes that I speak about. So yeah, I think it just naturally bleeds into the music. Did you try
0: and leave it out because like people's perception of Christianity is that it's lame?
1: Yeah, precisely. Yeah, I didn't want to be like a, a poor man Stormzy or a poor man's Kendrick Lamar. Do you know what I mean? Um, I wanted to be credible, a credible musician in my own right, but do you know what, I think that it's possible to do that, I just think I've got a put in my 10,000 hours of practice um, and God can still use me in a credible way.
2: I think it's probably fair to say that this pandemic and this lockdown, um, for a fair amount of people, and I think definitely true for myself, that this is probably one of the, the toughest, weirdest situations yeah. that, um, that I've ever been through. I think probably a lot of people feel that this is one of the, the toughest, most challenging kind of seasons of life maybe that, um, that people have gone mm-hmm. through. But one of the things that um, we've been finding really encouraging as a church is the promise that God can always um, take our suffering and our pain and he can turn good from it. He can um, yeah. bring good out of those situations. Um, and we've been trying to really like focus on those things and the ways that God is working. And so um, we would just love to hear uh, what ways that you think Um, God is using this situation for good? Maybe what is it you're seeing God work throughout this time?
1: Yeah no that's a a great question and I think you're you're right it's difficult for a lot of people. I guess for me, uh, I went through something pretty tough a few years ago when my dad passed away quite suddenly and that was the first thing that had happened in my life which I thought right this really isn't fair and God why have you allowed this? And just journeying through that, I realised that there's goods that came out of that situation. But when I was in it, I didn't have that perspective because I was so led with my emotions. Um, But coming out of it, I can see where God has had his hand over me and my family. And I think that this situation is exactly the same. You know, um, I just feel like there's good that will come from it. I feel like if we have a good perspective on it and realise that even on the worst of days, there's always things to be grateful for, things to be thankful for. There's blessings that we can count. That automatically shifts our perspective. I think we'll come out of it and realize that actually it created a great opportunity for me to be better connected with my friends and checking on how they're doing. Um, it created a great opportunity for people to explore their faith more. And now that they've got like a deeper relationship with God, it's going to help them for the future. Um, yeah, and I just think that even in just really, really horrible situations, we'll look back and we'll realise that actually God looked out for us, man, in a weird kind of way. And one thing I always think about is every single generation has faced their challenges, you know, and that's not to downplay what we're going through, but I think of like the civil rights movement and the stuff that Martin Luther King and Malcolm X fought for and that kind of stuff. And then I think back to like, I don't know, the world wars and that kind of stuff, you know. People have made it through those in one way or another. And even if they haven't, I just truly believe that God has a sovereign plan. And even if you can't make sense of it now, it will in the end.
0: You mentioned there about um, your father passing away. And I've been really interested, you've been doing some podcasts around grief and bereavement. Um, Mm. And I know that it is quite different, but in some ways, are there parallels with people processing the grief of lost opportunities. And I know it it seems trivial in some ways, but like the grieving, like not having a prom and not having a graduation, all that kind of stuff. Is the journey the same, do you think, or what you've explored over the last couple of years?
1: Yeah, I just don't think there's any limits to to loss. I don't think loss just relates to losing a loved one. Um, Like you say, you could be really upset about not being able to go to your prom or your exams being delayed and that kind of stuff think one bad attitude that I developed um, shortly after my dad died was I thought that I was the one that was going through the hardest time and if someone came to me with like a problem that I would perceive as little like if they've had a bad day or something I think oh you should just be grateful because it's not that bad but actually but like the way God looks at it is he cares about everything that makes us tick, and whether that's a delayed exam a prom a flat tire losing a loved one whatever it is He cares about it so I think that we're allowed to grieve for whatever really hurts and pains our hearts and there should be no rules or guidelines around that but yeah you should just be free to grieve whatever affects you and just know that in that God has the power to to move you forward and see you through.
2: I do say there's um, some stuff over Instagram and over Facebook and social media has been people thinking about what they would say to um, their pre-lockdown selves if they could <laughs> have the chance to go back and um, share some wisdom with them or say like, oh, don't forget to see that person or have that slice of cake or go to that coffee shop. Yeah.
0: Don't do dry um, January. That's the biggest
2: advice. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to know if you could have the chance to talk to either your pre-lockdown self or maybe your 15 year old self. Is there any yeah. like or advice that you would give to pre, pre-versions of self?
1: Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think I'd just say it's okay to take a break. I think I was such a workaholic and always felt like I had to be working on something because like I'm self-employed and that kind of stuff and if I was to take a break maybe like my world would stop or my career would stop or whatever but I think this has shown me that like we've been forced to take some time out and God's still providing and I'm doing all right and we'll all get through this um, God willing so never be ashamed or afraid to spend more time with your family or to say no to stuff and just to uh, relax and not have something going on all the time.
0: Before um, yeah. you go, Governor B, I just want to show you my. This is the best Christmas present I got. I'm going to see if I can get it. <laughs> <these>.
1: Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Sick, bro, man. I it got some of these.
0: And honestly, not joking, they're the best sock I've ever had. They're a great fit. Oh, amazing.
1: That's good, they,
0: don't, they don't rip at the back. Great merch. <gasps> Highly
1: recommend. Same quality. Well, it not a, a, a good selling point for them, right? But when they first come, I found that they were super long. But thankfully, in the first wash, they shrunk a bit. Right? But just yeah. like a little bit.
0: You got to tumble dry them. You definitely have to put them in a tumble dryer. But that is like look I'm going for in the summer. It's like a short with a long pulled up sock. So it's working for me. Yeah. Thank you so much for being with us, and we hope that you um enjoy the next few. Uh, weeks of lockdown however it is and we can't wait we had you with us in our church last year and we would love to see you again soon we can't wait thank you so much
1: yeah no I'm not just saying this but um, when I came to your church last time it was one of my highlights of the year and like I've been asked to do loads of these these zoom calls Um, but because I've been playing so many games with family and friends I've just said I I don't really fancy but because it was you guys I was like yeah I've got to then because I love the vibe and everything you're about. So yeah, I'd love to come come down again and just even just sit in the service and just say, yo.
0: We love it. That's a huge compliment to us. Thanks, um, and thank you so much. We love you lots. See you soon.